Yemula. You're listening to Karakaramo EV, Karakaramo, the English version. Karakaramo is a podcast about the representation of the Caribbean in cinema and television. I'm your host, Patra M, and today I'm presenting you my guidebook on the representation of slavery in French cinema and television. It's a six-part series, and this is episode one. Hey guys, welcome back to Caracalamon EV. I've been gone for about three months now because I thought I could handle working on my French podcast and the English version at the same time. Well, it didn't work out, obviously, and I chose to focus on season two of Caracalamon for now. However, I still want to get in touch with people from other Caribbean countries, so I decided to bring back Caracaramon EV for a special edition. The English-speaking world has June as the Caribbean Heritage Month. In France, we don't. However, May is the month dedicated to celebrate the abolitions of slavery and It had been two years since the last time I talked about the representation of slavery in French cinema and television. That's why I decided to do this special series to talk about the narrative created around the history of Guadeloupe, Martinique and French Guyana. So in 2016, I wrote a series about the representation of slavery in cinema and television. I made a comparison between recent productions from France, from the UK, from Brazil and the United States. Then in 2017, I put together a list of 30 songs telling the history of slavery in the Americas. And honestly... In 2018 and 2019, I did nothing related to some kind of research about slavery because I was still overwhelmed. At that time, I was also going through some emotional journey and I was trying to figure out how to define myself, how to define my identity as a black woman, as an Afro-Caribbean woman as a French Afro-Caribbean woman. If you listen to my regular episodes, you can listen to my journey. And today I feel mentally strong enough to talk about the representation of slavery again. So after all these hours of watching TV and films, I wanted to write a guidebook on the representation of slavery in cinema and television from the French perspective. Today is April the 27th of 2020. France officially abolished slavery in its Caribbean colonies on April the 27th of 1848. So 172 years later, let's talk about how France is building the narrative around the history of slavery in the Caribbean and what's considered worthy of being remembered. (music) 
The first question is when to set a story about slavery in the Americas. It's easier to create a story set around history-changing events such as wars, political or ideological fights. For instance, the American Civil War is probably the best example for US history with films such as Gone with the Wind, released in 1939, or more recently Lincoln in 2012, Twelve Year a Slave in 2013, or Free State of Jones in 2016. By the way, I'm not giving out these titles to say they're all good representation. I'm just saying there are recent examples of representation of slavery in cinema. The other choice to create a story is to use real-life events that might be small in the grand scheme of things, but with an emotional impact so big that it could bring them back into the overall narrative about the history of slavery. This is what happens in the film Bell by Amasante, released in 2013. This film isn't directly about the representation of slavery in the late 18th century. It shows another narrative with a biracial young woman living in the rich society in the UK. However, the ending of the film mentioned the Zong massacre that happened in 1781. That's the way to create a link between fiction and our reality, our real life history. And I think it's interesting how the UK narrative around slavery usually includes the abolitionist movement, but we'll talk about that later on. So the era the story is set in is crucial for representation because slavery in the Caribbean is a system with a starting point we can identify in the early 17th century. The story you would tell about the starting point will be very different from the story you would tell at the time of the abolition of slavery. The first storytelling strategy would be to tell the story of just one event and like I said, if you take on real life events, you'll double the emotional impact. That's what you get with American films such as Amistad by Steven Spielberg, released in 1997, or The Birth of a Nation by Nate Parker, released in 2016. Both stories are set in the same decade. Amistad is set in 1839. The Birth of a Nation is set in 1831. The first half of the 19th century is a crossroad in the history of slavery in the Americas. On one hand, the slavery system implemented in the early 17th century is now thriving. On the other hand, it's also a system more and more unstable and hard to maintain as it is. In France, the only narrative about the history of slavery is set between the late 18th century and the early 19th century. In 1789, there was the French Revolution, which led to the First Republic and the first abolition of slavery in 1794. 
in 1802, Napoleon lost against Haiti, which officially became independent, although the country had to pay a big debt to France. That's a story for another day. In 1802, slavery was reinstated in Guadeloupe and maintained in Martinique because Martinique was an English territory in 1794, so it didn't get to have the abolition of slavery at that time. So like I said, France officially abolished slavery for the second time on April the 27th of 1848. As the decree traveled to the Caribbean colonies, enslaved black people in Martinique and Guadeloupe grew more and more impatient. Several uprisings started in Martinique to the point that the governor decided to declare the abolition on May the 23rd. The governor of Guadeloupe did the same on May the 27th. Literature talks about this era around the second abolition of slavery, but French cinema and television don't. In my humble opinion, I think it would be hard to write a compelling story from the point of view of black people about the system set up after 1848. It's easy to say that enslaved black people became free, but they actually lived pretty much the same way. To be accurate, the story would have to explain why ex-slave owners received the money from the government, but the enslaved people didn't. To be accurate, the story would have to talk about the immigration of Indians that started in 1854. In other words, a story set in Guadeloupe right after 1848 would show that the miracle of equality has yet to happen. It would be a complicated story to come up with, it would be a complicated story to write, but it's not impossible. This era, right after the second abolition of slavery, deserved to be told. Even the telenovela industry in Brazil tried to tell the struggles and the issues a society has to face right after the abolition of slavery. It's the telenovela Lado a Lado released in 2013. Again, I'm not saying it's the perfect story. I'm saying this kind of representation exists and we can talk about it. By the end of 2018, the UK podcast, the miniseries The Long Song, that deals with what happened before and after the abolition of slavery in Jamaica in 1834. In France, like I said, we are stuck between 1789 and 1802. Christian Lara is a filmmaker from Guadeloupe. His film 1802, L'Epopée Guadeloupéenne, which can be translated to 1802, the Guadeloupéenne epic, was released in 2004. In this film, he tells the story of Louis Delcres and Joseph Ignace, the former being from Martinique and the latter being from Guadeloupe. The story is about the time when they led the revolt in Guadeloupe to prevent the reinstatement of slavery. It's a theme that 
Christian Lara had already explored a few years before with the film Sucramer, which can be translated um, Bitter Sugar, released in 1998. Bitter Sugar is about historical figures holding a fictional trial of Ignace for his opposition to Napoleon reinstating slavery in Guadeloupe. This film is a philosophical story going back and forth between our present and our past. This is another storytelling strategy about the choice of era, a story set up over several decades, and this is usually the strategy used for television. The most famous example in the US, I think it's the Roots miniseries podcast in 1977. There was also a remake in 2016. In France, we have the miniseries Tropicamer, which can be translated to Bitter Tropics. Tropicamer, Bitter Tropics was directed by Jean-Claude Barney and broadcast for the first time in 2007. It tells the story of... Um, so, in the English-speaking countries, I think you say plantation. In the Spanish-speaking countries, you say hacienda, and we say habitation. So, Bitter Tropics starts in Martinique in 1788 and ends in Martinique around 1815. Tells the story of a slave owner and the enslaved people of his habitation throughout 30 years. So the three main political events are the French Revolution in 1789, the war against the UK, then it's the independence of Haiti, and the series ends with the fight for freedom in Martinique will keep on going. Aside from the time frame of 1789 and 1802, French cinema and television don't deal with the history of slavery. I can give you two other examples of representation with the film Casse Départ. It's a comedy about slavery released in 2011 and there's the episode Free at Last of the Josephine the Guardian Angel series broadcast in 2019. For the record, they expose a problematic representation of slavery. But for my demonstration here, they're also set in the first half of the 19th century. Same goes for Bois d'Ebene, which can be translated as Ebony Wood, which was broadcast in 2016. And to me, Ebony Wood is the perfect example to discuss the next point of my guidebook, where to set a story about the slavery in the Caribbean. This is what we'll talk about in the next episode. Thank you for listening. Make sure you subscribe. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook at Caricaramon. Sharing is caring, so don't hesitate to share the podcast around you. You can give me five stars on Apple Podcast to give Caricaramon more visibility. See you next week. Tiens, Bered. Yeah.